with yeah, you. Yeah, what, what did you, why did you call me here today? <laughs> I haven't even introduced I, you yet. I, okay. Can I do, it's my show. Do you, do you mind if I? Yes, please, please do. May I carry on? Do I have your permission? Yes. Welcome to the Grip Podcast, episode number nine. I'm here with Aaron Beggs. I don't really know what we're going to call this other than just a conversation, but I tell you what, this is a fascinating young lady. I said young lady, points for me. <laughs> Welcome to the Grit Podcast, the podcast that motivates and encourages you to become the real man you're destined to be. Forecasting live in the rugged Northwest, just east of the trailblazing city of Portland. So let's get locked and loaded because it's time to get gritty with it. Here's your host and lead grit man, Jamie Worley. All right. Uh, She's absolutely fascinating. She's starting this new venture. She's got a new podcast. We're going to talk a little bit about it. Want you guys to both like and subscribe her new podcast. It's going to be good. You can benefit from it. So can I. It's focused on women, but you know what? This is focused on men. Okay, you see, it's called the Grit Podcast. It's not focused on you women. It's focused on us men. However, however, before you start throwing stones, we need the women to tell us a thing or two because we don't know everything. If we knew everything. We would not need a grit podcast, okay? So we need women. I don't want to hear, do not email me and say, we don't need women. I don't want to hear none of that, okay? You know better. Go tell your mama that. Exactly. So just sit tight. We're going to talk to Erin Beggs. This is pretty cool. She's got some really good wisdom. She's going to be helping me out, actually, with all this algorithm stuff I do not understand. So without further ado, welcome Erin Beggs. Yeah, that, that, there, we oh, there we go. That's, see, I was looking for the applause. <laughs> we got yeah. a little disco and then the applause. Yeah, so yeah, the applause is fine. over it's now. Fine. The applause is over now. Yeah. Welcome to the Grip Podcast. Thank you. I think actually you're the first female we've ever had on here as a guest. Having listened to all of the Grip Podcasts. <laughs> Wait, you, I, I you, would, you actually I took think. the time to listen to this nonsense? <laughs> Um, yes, yes, I do. Actually, I, I do find it very helpful. I really, I, I do. It, it's, it's very, you can tell that it's very directed. You have an audience, you know, mm-hmm. clearly it's men. Um, <laughs> it's, it's very clear, but there is a lot of information in your podcast that is, is very helpful. And as a woman, my mind goes on tangents all the time and your podcast does the same thing. And I respect that and I appreciate it. And I like it because I will start telling a story and then all of a sudden I'm over here, you know, way, way into the right field. And Oh, by the way, let me tell you about something that happened in the left field and then we'll come back to the original story. Yeah. So all of those things, um, happen in the grip podcast you stay on point mostly <laughs> well you know um i think it's I've been more your lo- guess <laughs> okay well i've been getting a lot of complaints um from the chamber of commerce that we both attend and the complaints are really about you oh and i wanted to talk fantastic. a little bit about that today <laughs> so one of the complaints i got was uh you're not very politically correct you said you were listening to one of our episodes and you were 
talking about, you know, I really like that guy, Paralyzed Jeff. No, who, Aaron, who, who is Paralyzed? Paraly- it was Paralyzed Steve. Paralyzed Steve. <laughs> who is Paralyzed Steve? And what episode was he on? I don't know, even know a Steve. Oh, yeah. I came right up to you. I know. Yeah. What's I up know. with Paralyzed Steve <laughs> hijacking your entire episode? <laughs> His name is Crippled Jeff. Crippled Jeff, not Paralyzed Steve. I, did, I didn't give him the name. He he admitted it to himself. He No, who gave him yeah. that name? Uh, Todd Hoffman from Todd, Gold Rush. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Todd See? Hoffman gave him that. But I take zero credit from this side of the table <laughs> for that. Well, I call him Paralyzed Jeff now. And uh, <laughs> it's like, are you talking about that lady at Chamber? I said, yeah, you got to meet her. You got to... <laughs> So, um, so here's what we're going to set up at some point, I'm going to have you on this episode, not this episode, but this podcast, and I'm going to have crippled Jeff sitting right over there and we're going to talk about this and I'm going to give you a chance to apologize and ask forgiveness because he was highly offended. Oh, that's (laughs) very sad for crippled Jeff. And if you believe that I've got some oceanfront property in Arizona, you might be interested in. Right. Yeah. What's that? There's a song about that. Yeah, it's George Strait. Yeah. Heck yeah. 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 Well, I'm not going to apologize. Oh, I bet you will. I will? I bet you will. Oh, okay. You're not going to apologize. What are we we, putting on the line? You called him a paralytic. You called him a quadruple. No. (laughs) You call him a, what do you call it, a quadruple? Paralyzed Steve. (laughs) Paralyzed. (laughs) He could have just been a deer in headlights. I never said anything about his limitations. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that's all manifested in your brain. <laughs> you you guys you guys wrote your own story there. Maybe that's why you don't understand women. You're writing all these stories, these these little tangent stories all over the place. I'm I'm literally having breakfast at Nana's place. Eddie's delivering our food, and you said, "Hey, I watched your podcast. What? what I really like that paralyzed Steve guy." <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, you guys, are, you guys are gonna have to face off. That's that's just the only way to remedy this. Maybe I'm do sure. Some Rochambeau sure. or something like. What do you mean? <laughs> what a face off. I am sure that I don't know uh, squirt guns or something. <laughs> okay, I, I don't know okay. Nerf guns, but I am sure that everybody out there on the Grip Podcast, watching, subscribing, liking, smashing that like button, mm-hmm. are gonna want to see all the stars, all the stars, the five star ratings. They're gonna want to see. Aaron Beggs and Paralyzed Steve, or also known as now as Crippled Jeff, yeah, which is what we call him. Right. So uh, does he get face off? If you want to see these two face off in an episode, comment below, like, subscribe, email me, let me know, and uh, I promise you, I will make that happen. You know, I make stuff happen. I will make it happen. Paralyzed Steve is not why we're here today. <laughs> but I do have a one more question. I, ju- I just need a clarification. You do know this is my podcast. It's I ask the questions. Well, other people hijack your your podcast, so I that figure I can completely true. Well. <laughs> Crippled Jeff, yeah. as he is so lovingly named. Mm-hmm. When we do this face-off, yeah. does he get a handicap? Shots fired. Asking Shots fired. Shots fired. I just need to know what I'm up against. Not much. <laughs> Not much. I love you. I love you. My, Jeff is a crip. He's a crip, homie. <laughs> wow. 
gang signs and everything. No, I love Jeff. Uh, yeah, gang signs and everything. Jeff is one of my best friends on earth, and thank God he ha- he brings the humor and color to my life. And so does Tom. The way him and Tom, if you watch that episode, oh my lord, the dynamic there is fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. Well, they, they were feeding off each other really well. Oh yeah, and it's not what you saw here on this episode. That was not a show. That is literally every time these guys get together. Wait till I bring Crippled Jeff on with his brother. Wait till I bring him on with Todd. What is his oh my brother's gosh. nickname? It's going to be a three-hour episode. What, what's Crippled Jeff's brother's nickname? I can't wait to hear uh, His name is Terry. He's actually kind of normal. So no nickname for Terry. He's a little normal. Yeah. No nick. Well, so we have a men's group on Sunday night. We have nicknames. And oh. so I don't know if I can divulge that information. Oh, gotcha. It's like secret society. We don't talk about Fight Club. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Hey, you women do it all the time. When? I don't know. I just... We talk, you guys are mythical. We, we talk so much. There are no secrets over here. You guys talk a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, what? so when Mike comes home from work and you say, how was your day? Yeah. What does he say? You mean when I see him? Yeah, when you see him. Between work and yeah, you coaching, got a lot baseball of stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. How was your day, honey? What do we talk about? What's his response? Good. Uh, Fine. It was all right. Yeah. It was all right. No details. No. Yeah. Go, Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how us men roll. We don't, we're not. few words. Yeah. Yeah, just a little. Yeah. Yeah, but that's okay. We're all different. We've been married so long, I don't need him to talk. You already know, huh? I already know. You stalk him probably, huh? I stalk him? You stalk him? How would I stalk him? When when would I have time in my day Why to is your location that? on your phone Listen. turned off? Do you do that? I mean, like, no, you, no, you don't do that? Um, like, I, I, I keep I, like I keep my location on so my wife and my kids know where I'm at and all that I don't, stuff. But it's not a stalking thing. He doesn't travel like you do. Yeah. So he goes to work. Yeah. And then he goes home. And then he goes to baseball yeah. and then he goes home and then he's asleep rinse repeat yeah he's yeah well i know a guy who knows your husband yeah yeah his name so is you were saying. yeah james and he works at boeing with your husband and he has nothing but amazing things to say about your husband i've met your husband i think once at my birthday party the right. 80s party yeah uh we threw for my 50th out at the lodge but that was fun yeah yeah that place is pretty cool you know who your husband looks like a little bit no um but I, you probably don't watch, watch the fake wrestling. I, I know. I mean, you do. The, the, do you watch the, the fake, fake wrestling? wrestling? Yeah. Is there real wrestling? Yeah, but it's men in tights rolling around on the floor together. I don't that's, really. That's, there's nothing wrong with wrestling, like true. true wrestling. But I'm talking about the bodybuilders that hit each other with chairs and tables and things like that. Gotcha. There is a wrestler, and he's one of my favorites. I don't watch every week or anything like that, but you know, everything on television is fake. Okay, everything is scripted. <laughs> Everything. I just found I don't know why the, people make fun of wrestling. I just found out the other day the NFL is scripted, or so they say. You look at some of the referee calls in both the NBA and the NFL. I wonder. This week you're going to have a hamstring injury. <laughs> Apparently it's scripted at the beginning of the year. I have. I don't know. I don't know. I saw it. I saw it. It would on not surprise me. Social media. Really? So it's true. Oh, you saw it on TikTok. No, I saw it on. Instagram reels. Yeah. But it automatically means it's true, right? Absolutely. Once it goes well, I mean, if it's on the, the airwaves. Internet, why would I do more research? I don't it's know. It's out there once. I believe it. Yeah. 
Well, I was having a conversation with um, Todd uh, the other day, oh, down at the toll gate in Sandy. And he had asked me, he says, well, do you believe in Bigfoot? I know we're talking about your social media stuff. Right. We're on Bigfoot right now. Okay? I don't I don't not believe in Bigfoot. I do. I, I don't believe he exists, period. And I'll, 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 I'll get, I'll, no, not even in any form, not even kind of half ape, demigod, whatever, shapeshifter. Like, I don't know. I don't believe because I grew up in Georgia. And where I grew up in Georgia, everybody has a 12 gauge in the back window of their truck. There ain't no way on God's green earth there's a Bigfoot in Georgia in some redneck hillbilly that speaks banjo. Ain't no way, <laughs> no way a redneck has not shot that thing, put it on the hood of his truck, and drove it around town at 15 miles an hour. There's literally, that is an impossibility. I've seen possums on hoods of cars. I've seen deer on hoods of cars. I've seen illegal black bears being shot in cougars on the hood of cars. I've seen bobcats. I've seen raccoons. I have seen every <laughs> creature God has made and placed in the southeastern United States on the hood of some beat-up Ford or Chevy truck. There ain't no way if Bigfoot was real, he would be dead and trophied around on the hood of some redneck banjo truck. I'm telling you. No, I, th I think... I think you're on to something. I think you're close to being right. <laughs> have you been to Georgia? No, I'm telling no. you. No, I have not. I love Georgia. The, My whole family out there, they're a bunch of rednecks. I love you guys. The the, the furthest south I've ever been is yeah. Disney World. Okay. And I feel like it's a different vibe there than yeah. the south. Yeah. Yeah. It smells like suntan lotion and Bengay. Because there's a the lot South of retired does? people go down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Orlando, I would. Orlando's not really this, the South. Well, I didn't say Orlando. Well, that's where Disney World is. I said Disney World. Disney World is in Orlando. It's, it's a little, okay, sure. Isn't it? Well, I bet I'm only in Disney World. Yeah. I don't go outside of Disney World. I so. wouldn't anyway. <laughs> yeah. I, why? Anyway, so that yeah. that's my Bigfoot story. That's, in the Northwest, they wouldn't shoot one. Well, it's I mean, against the law. They hug trees out here. They're you know, it's against Bigfoot the law, too. right? What? It's against the law to shoot Bigfoot. It's, it's against the law to shoot something that doesn't exist. Do you, you want to know why, though? Yeah, please tell me. Okay. It's because Bigfoot is on two feet, right? He's a Put, biped. He's yeah. a human-ish form. And so let's say you have a hunter out there yeah. in all of his hunting camouflage gear, kind of looking Bigfoot-like. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm going to get me a Bigfoot. And it's, you know, yeah, some I poor, bet. poor schmuck just trying to get an elk. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet you they had to put that law into place because women started getting hunting licenses and having their husbands walk out to see if, there's any deer out there, and they started shooting their husbands. Well, let's be clear. I don't need a license and they for saw, that. they saw, oh, I thought it was a Bigfoot. We don't need a license for that. What? What are you talking about? We don't need a license for that. Why would Why would we need a license to go out into the woods and shoot our husbands? <laughs> why go through the effort? You know how much effort there is? There's a point system that you need a master's degree in order to figure out the point system in Oregon hunting. I'm On sure it's antlers? everywhere else. No, no, the point system of... I don't, I don't even know 
where to begin to explain the point system. You're going to have to have some expert have to come on here, get a whiteboard out and show you the point system. It's the point system that exists in getting a hunting license. Like which, which, which animal you're not, not the points of knowing how large your animal is when you oh. shoot them, but the point system of being awarded a license. And yeah, it's I'm like probably, a lottery ticket. Quit screaming at your radio right now. I get it. I don't say it correctly. Call in to Jamie, write him an email. What's your email address? You want all the emails, right? Aaron Beggs yes. at GreshamChamber.com. <laughs> It's actually wrong, but yeah, go ahead and send it there. Yeah, you can find her there. Yeah. Yeah, but there's a, there's a weird point system that's very convoluted. And okay, so it, it's out. really, e there's so many rules out here. It's really easy in Oklahoma. You apply for a hunt hunter's license. Right. You take a hunter's safety course. You have yeah. to, okay? That's okay. Mm -hmm. You take it. They give you, um, it's been a while, but they used to give you um, three deer tags and one doe tag. And Is that, that all you hunt for there? Yeah, whitetail. I mean, there's some muley deer out there, but yeah. for the most part, yeah, just whitetail deer. Well, like here, there's you know, there's black bear and there's yeah, elk there's, and there's all deer and there's cougar and sheep and all yeah. kinds of things. Yeah, and there's a weird algorithm point system situation that you need a flow chart and, like I said, a master's degree to follow along with. So, do you, do you have point, a master's degree? I don't. So my point is. I wouldn't go through that effort of getting a hunting license. Okay. You would just would shoot just your say, husband in cold blood. Go out and hunt, be with God, and here I come right behind you. Yeah. I, yeah. I really like the transition, seriously, of how we went from hunting, killing Mike mm -hmm. with in cold blood. Yeah. And how just being with yeah. God in the middle yeah. of the woods. Well is this before or after you've shot him? I don't feel like I'd put even put that much effort into it. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Why put? I, it's cold out there. Why put all the effort into putting all those clothes on and the, know, and the boots and the things? I mean, yes, the mess is contained, and it could yeah. probably be taken care of. But well, I, and you have to spray yourself with deer urine. No, to cover the. That's scent. not happening. <laughs> not, not ever. No, no. Yeah. So anyway, so you you talked about algorithm there for a second when it in regards to I don't remember if it was. Cold-blooded murder, or if it was, <laughs> or if it was hunting, but let's jump into algorithm yes, really quick. That, that this is your thing. This is your thing. This whole social media. Like, okay, I, I'm going to get it wrong. So why don't you just you tell me what what is it you do? What is it that you do here? <laughs> do you remember Office Space? You ever <laughs> yeah. see that movie? Yes. What do you do here? Bob and Bob. Uh huh. The Bobs. You've been missing a lot of work today, Peter. I wouldn't lately. exactly say I've been missing yeah. it. I wouldn't say I've been missing it, Bob. So what is it you do What here? is What is it I do? Yeah, what uh, do you do? Wow. Social media is an absolute beast. So yeah, it is. my goal is to help entrepreneurs who can't quite afford somebody to do their social media for them to teach them how to make social media easier, how to batch content, how to get their brand out there to the right people, who are their demographics, mm. you know, what, who is their ideal audience. Right. So my goal is to share and teach entrepreneurs how to be socially savvy. Yeah. Cause it's really confusing. There's so many platforms now 
And they all do things kind of similarly, but then they do some things that are really different right. from each other. And so there, there doesn't seem to be, maybe I'm wrong, I don't know, I haven't researched it. There doesn't seem to be, like when I started this podcast, I started making my show notes and I had to type them here, mm-hmm. copy and paste there, mm-hmm. copy and paste to there, copy and paste to there. And you can do all that and it's going to put it all out for you, but... But Instagram's a lot of work. If you're going to do these little short reels, and you, this stuff takes a lot of time, doesn't it? The, yes. The I mean, if I were to do it myself. The short answer is yes, it does. I, I, I don't have time. No. Well, and, and what's hard is I have audited several social media pages. Mm-hmm. And in my humble opinion, I do not have any data to back this up. But my in, in my humble opinion... If you have a social media presence and you're not using it, you're not showing up consistently, you haven't posted in six months, a year, three years, people will go to your page to do research on whether or not they should go to your brick and mortar, whether or not they should purchase from you, whether or not they should listen to what you have to say. And if you're not showing up on these social media pages, they're not they're they're going to think that you're not active right yeah. you're not active in your business yeah so if you have a social media page you should be active post something whatever yeah. it is just just get on there and and, and post something share something yeah. from well, somebody some of the people that i've been listening to and watching and learning from i'm learning for from them it seems to be a little bit consistent i'm, I'm used to getting the content and learning and then all of a sudden they ghost me mm-hmm. it, that's there's a no more content. For you. There's no more content. <laughs> right. Like, wait, you usually put something up at least, you know, um, once a week at least. Now I haven't seen anything for three or four weeks. What's going on? So do you know what I do? What? I move on. Yeah. Well, well, do you have a music thing for that on your on your switchy board? I, I move on. I don't know if that one's right, but I like it. Yeah, I yeah. don't know if that's right either, but. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've gone to Facebook pages that haven't been used in five years. The Facebook page is still up. But they haven't been using it. So my, my suggestion yeah. is use it or get rid of it. You know, yeah. if, if you're not going to use it, if you're not into it, if you don't find value in it, get rid of the social media pages because people will go there first, maybe second after going to Google and looking you up. Yeah. They may go to your website. They may try to go look at your social media content. I know that we choose restaurants on the go when we're out and about yeah. based on what they're posting on social media, on their Instagram pages. You know, do, does their food look great? Yeah. If you're consistently posting on those things, awesome. People will look at you as the expert in what you do and they'll see if, you, you know, if you match their vibe. But yeah. if you have a page up and you haven't been posting for months yeah. and you're not going to be posting, get rid of it. It's hurting you more than it's helping you. Yeah, it's not just dormant. It's actually hurting you, huh? Right. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just like having a website, but your address is wrong and your phone number is wrong and your hours are wrong. It's just, yeah. it's think about the user's experience. There's if the user starts out with a bad experience, they're not going to have very much trust in your yeah. brand. Now, if you do have social media and you do want to use it, and you don't know what to do yet, and you're just learning, just post things that make sense for your business. You know, you can share what other people are doing. You can post, um, just, you know, just write something on there. Maybe you have a restaurant and you have a new, um, 
Let's say you have a new appetizer that you want to share with people. Take a quick picture. It doesn't have to be beautiful. Yeah. If it is beautiful, it it's better. But it doesn't have to be beautiful. Just get content out there so people see that you're active and you are a business that wants their business. Yeah. That is my first tip to you is is just be active. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, I think it's yeah. the the dis for me. It's the discipline. I I don't. I, I've got my irons in so many different fires that. I, I I neglect to be consistent. I get caught up in other things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, shoot, I haven't done that in a while. Can you give me, can you give us a tip as far as what is maybe one of the best ways to stay consistent on uploading content mm-hmm. consistently in the same place, targeting the same audience? Yeah. Any tips for us? Absolutely. Uh, the first thing I would say is if social media overwhelms you, don't do all of them. Mm. Choose one and do it really well and oh, then man. expand from there. So that's tip that's, number that's one. That's great advice. Yeah. Uh, the next one is batch your content. So on Mondays, I go through and I write my script for my YouTube videos and my podcasts. And I look at the script, I edit it, I sit it, you know, set it aside, let it marinate for a while. And then I come back and edit it as needed. Tuesdays, I record. I record and I do my edits. And then on Wednesday, I post that content and I record three reels. Those three reels, I will post the following week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So I always have content ahead of schedule. All of this content is created from that script that I made on Monday. So I'm taking bits and pieces from that script and using that information to create my reels. Then on Thursday, I'll create a carousel. This is for really Instagram only. Mm -hmm. And then post that. And then on Friday, I'm posting one more reel from the script from last week. And then I rinse and repeat and go to the following week. Every day, I will put something in my stories. Usually it's something of you know, maybe I might take a picture of us doing this podcast mm-hmm. and put it up there. I might take a short video of, uh, you know, my dog getting on my last nerve, needing something from me while I'm trying to work at home. You know, just being real, showing yeah. people your true, authentic self. Mm-hmm. People gravitate towards that. They miss it. They want it. In the in the age of max filters, I know, right? they they want you to be real and authentic. Yeah. 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 So you're you're batching your content, spending. 15 to 30 minutes a day doing that. And I would say, follow the book, Eat the Frog. If you don't enjoy doing social media content, but you believe that it is helpful, do it your very first thing in the morning. Get it done with, get it out of the way, and just just do it and just so, post it. So that, that whole thing you just described, Monday through Friday, is that just Instagram, what you do just on Instagram? Or does that... Does that is that also with other platforms too? Or was that just your Instagram schedule? You know, that translates to any social media feed. So mm-hmm. your short form content, your short form videos, what I'm talking about are those, uh, you know, five to 30 second videos that you'll see on TikTok or you'll yeah. see on Instagram Reels. Those are the videos that you're recording and then you're, you can post them to whatever platform you're on. Uh, your posts, your static posts, where it might be a picture with, um, uh, a little bit of, um, type, you know, you might post a picture of a really cool vacation spot, and then you might type up, you know, some fun facts about the vacation spot. 
those kinds of things, that's the content you're getting from your script that you're writing on Monday. And you could put that on any platform, no matter where where your uh, audience lives. Yeah. So you want to make sure you know who your target audience is and where they live. Yeah. You know, I mean, my daughter is 16. She doesn't live on Facebook. So if my target audience is a 16-year-old girl and I'm on Facebook, I'm You're never reaching it. her. I'm, I'm missing it completely. <laughs> I'm missing it by yeah. a lot. You yeah. know, I should be on TikTok for that or Snapchat even. So how, how, much, how much of what you post is related to your business and how much is personal? Is there a ratio or is most of your content personal so that there's that authenticity about you and credibility about you. They get to know you and in turn, because they know you and like you, they want to hear what you've got to say. Isn't, isn't, that an, isn't that a really important component? Like if, if you guys out there, if you don't like me, you're probably not going to listen to my voice. Absolutely. Like me. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Uh, I, I would say that's, it's a personal preference. Okay. I wouldn't say there's necessarily a strict ratio. I keep my personal stuff in stories. Stories is um, are those are those really quick. Uh, they they only last for 24 hours. That's where I keep my personal stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I keep just as a general rule for myself. I keep um, debatable things like politics and religion out of what I post. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't make sense in my business. And so yeah. I don't post those things. And then the personal stuff that I post relates back to my business in some way, right? So you might be um, you might be a mom who is working on social media content while sitting in the car during a rainy uh, football practice, mm -hmm. waiting for your kid to get done with football. And so you might be writing out your content for your social media in that environment. So you will, uh, you might shoot a quick photo that, you know, of practice that says, you know, hanging out at practice, getting a little bit of work done while I have some quiet time. Yeah. That could be your personal touch, but really it's, it, it also depends on your audience. Are you very, very business focused? And the person that you're yeah. focusing on is a C-level executive. You might not share anything personal. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's. It's hard because social media is most of the, and most of my answers are, it depends. Yeah, I know, right? Which is, the I think, the hardest part on social media, and it changes yeah. all the time. I mean. Right. I was going to say, because it social media is constantly changing. Right. Trends change. The things that people are searching for changes. You were talking earlier when you were recording your podcast. What, what What's that website you said you went to? to find out what people are searching for right now in the area of maybe your business. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, and I'm glad what you is put, that? I'm glad you put me on the spot. Thank you. No, grab that. your I, notes. Do it. Look, hey, you do what you got to do, lady. This is the best notebook ever, by the way. I am a pen and paper person. Um, I have tried so many times to keep myself organized on electronically. Yeah. Yes. It doesn't work. What was that it's face? It's not for everybody. Oh, you were just making a face. No, Are you making fun of me? You're well it comes you're, through this mic at you're, you. You're so smart and savvy, <laughs> and you're using a spiral notebook. Where's your iPad for crying out loud? Get with the times. I don't know. There's something satisfying about actually writing it down. I I write on my iPad. Okay, and, fair enough. And, and I actually there's this thing called it. paper like. Yeah. And you put 
Have you seen that? And you put yes. it over the top of the iPad. Yeah. It's a, and it feels like you're writing on paper. So it's I outstanding. Have, I have a really cool notebook. You write, you use an actual pen on it. You Rocket take, book. Yeah. You take yeah. a picture. It's great. I never want, I bought it, never once took a picture of my notes. Because I'll never look at them again. Okay. I, I tried Rocket book. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, publicly. Had the worst customer experience of my life, so I dumped you guys. Maybe okay. I know. I hate to be public about that, but yeah. this is gritty. Yeah. It is yeah, what you gotta, it is. You gotta get great product, great guys. Had a horrible, horrible customer service experience. Probably is um, not very, um, probably not very common with those guys. I had it really bad. Wow. It and was it's a just bad. a notebook. And I just, you know, I'm just like that. So, <laughs> and it, well, and it's literally just a notebook. It's so just a notebook. It's that, a brilliant idea. Yeah, it is. And if I'm you're out there and you're interested in Rocketbook, check it out. It is fantastic. Me, I just went to an iPad because it didn't work for I, me. I, got, I tried the iPad. I got thing. butt hurt and I left. <laughs> hey, keep it I, gritty. I mean, you well, gotta be you, real with it, right? That's what happened. I got my feelings hurt. Okay, I got my, I got my feelings hurt, <laughs> and uh, so I left Rocketbook and didn't I got get the a refund point, you were expecting, right? I went with a 12.9 inch iPad, and I'm never looking back. It's fabulous. This year, 2023, I decided to go paperless, and it okay. is so hard. Because oh, yeah. I'm a notebook. I got, you know how many moleskin notebooks I've got sitting over oh, there? Oh, I've got so many notebooks. So many, so many. Yeah. And I, But I'm going to do it. Yeah. This year, I'm going to be paperless. And I would say I would say other than my spiral notebook, I'm pretty paperless. Okay. I, I, yeah. I do most of my books. I do Calendars Audible, you know. So... To get back to the website I use that I was yeah. talking about, uh, answerthepublic.com. What is it? Answerthepublic.com. Okay. And you type in any sort of search function or search word about your industry. Yeah. And it will populate the most popular searches that are similar to what you typed in. So those are going to be your hashtags, right? And those, um, I would... Yes, they can be. Okay. Yeah, they can be your hashtags in uh, YouTube. They could be the tags that you put on your video. Mm. Um, that you could use them as uh, the starting point of what subject you're going to use like in, in your the title? podcast. Like in the title? In the title or just the subject matter and you go from there. Remember okay. when you were in grade school and you did the spider web activity? Yeah. Where you put the main subject in the middle and you mm -hmm. had the little ideas that came and sprung out of that? Mm-hmm. That's what I do. I okay. put that idea in the middle and I come up with different ideas. And then from there, I write my outline for my scripts. Yeah. And I just bullet point my script. But it's a really great place to see what are people searching for. And then you can also use those uh, for your website. You know, yeah. you can you can use those search function um, ideas and put it all over your website. Just yeah. Write a sentence and add that in there, and then the SEOs, the algorithms, yeah. you know, it all picks it up. You know, put cool. it put it in your caption on your post yeah. that you're posting on social media. Yeah, yeah. Answerthepublic.com. It's pretty. Answerthepublic.com. Mm -hmm. Well, hey, we're getting towards the end of this uh, this episode. I definitely want to have you back. We're gonna have you back with Paralyzed Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are. And so, tell me this, just in one or two sentences. What is it that you do that can help the rest of us? All you ladies out there, especially pay attention really quick. She's going to tell you one or two sentences in a nutshell, what you do, why they need you and how can they get a hold of you? 
Wow, that's no pressure I know, there. No, none. So my company's called Social by Design. Yeah, it uh, is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yes, it, it is. is. And the idea behind the name of the company is how can you make your social media work for you? How can you approach your social media by design, right? Mm-hmm. You want to make it work for you yeah. and not work for it. So my my goal in life for all of you lady entrepreneurs uh, who want to do social media for your business to get the na- your name out there is to help make it easy. Help make it easy. Give you yeah. tips and tricks and tools to lighten the load so that you can go do your money-making activities. Perfect. Perfect. How do they get a hold of you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook or Instagram, Social Media mm-hmm. by Design US. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, it was so good to have you. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. I really appreciate you coming. This was actually just kind of an impromptu episode, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. Well, you You're interrupted me recording my <laughs> podcast. What you, you said, mean? wait a second, let me get in on this info. <laughs> Can't thank believe. you. But I'm recording in your studio, so you can do whatever you want. That's right. That's, you're the boss. That's right. You're the boss here. No, so well, first you come into my studio. You're using my stuff. I moved to and chair. then you and then you insult then you insult uh paralyzed Steve. <laughs> I did that before, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting better at it. Okay. Hey, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time on the grit. Hey, check out Erin Beggs. She is bright. She's gonna help you guys in every way that you need. Get a hold of her. She rocks. I know this lady. Uh, She's amazing. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time right here on The Grit. Hey, I want to give two kudos. Number one, I want to give a kudo to you for watching The Grit Podcast. I hope you've liked and subscribed it. Please leave a comment, leave a rating. Let us know how we're doing. If you're interested in being a guest, let us know about that too. Kudos number two is going to go to the sponsor of the show today, American Family Estate Preservation We will be there when you need us the most. How many of you know that when you pass away, you're going to leave your stuff behind? I have never seen a U-Haul behind a hearse, and I can tell you this. When you are gone, your stuff is going somewhere. It can either go to the government or it can go to your kids and your grandkids. Which do you prefer? How much do you want the government to get and how much do you want your kids to get? Are you uh, concerned about probate? Maybe you don't know what probate is. It's not a good thing. Well, here's the deal. American Family Estate Preservation, they will be there when you need them the most. If you need free education regarding estate planning or and you need free legal advice regarding your personal situation with your estate, get this. They will answer those questions and give you that legal advice at no cost. Let me say that again. Any information you need regarding your estate or any legal advice that you need regarding your estate, they will provide that to you at no cost. Well, how in the world do we get a hold of these guys? Here's the deal. You go to mylivingtrust.org or afipi.com, A-F-E-P-I. I personally, I have a living trust with them so that my estate will avoid probate and my kids will get everything I want them to have immediately, no probate, privately, and get this tax-free. That's what I have set up. I would encourage you to give them a call and uh, they will educate you so that you can make an educated decision on what your family needs. American Family Estate Preservation will be there when you need us the most. Fp.com, contact them today. We'll see you guys next time right here on The Grip Podcast. <laughs>